This episode of the Council of the First Ones was recorded on March 1st, 2020. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Council of the First Ones. I'm Renee. I'm going to play host for you all. Uh, I want to say, uh, before we get started, a big shout-out to uh, Kelly. Kelly's doing great. She's doing fine. We're rooting for you. Get well soon, Kelly. We love you. With us is our council members. We have David. Hello. Good to be here. Uh, it's great to be here, especially after this week. Oh, yeah. Right. We have Sean. Hey, glad to be back again. Special guest tonight. Okay, you know him from the Nostalgic Nerd Cave. He's a longtime friend of mine. I know he's a Motu fan. Johnny Ramirez. Johnny, thank you for being with us. Hi, thank you for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. You know, I want to, before we get into it, I want to point out what a longtime Motu uh, fan friend I've had with Johnny. We used to, back in the 2000X days, which feels like forever, (laughs) (laughs) we used to hang out at his house and it'd be the El Paso Masters catching up, watching the episodes. And we saw the cliffhanger season one. Remember, like, Oh my God! Yes, that was amazing. Because it wasn't airing in the United States, but it was airing in Canada, and uh, one of our friends, Mark Miranda, was able to get the video ahead of time. Uh, He actually got it from uh, some friends that were able to record it in Canada, and we watched it at our house. And we were all these grown people, grown guys, watching it. We were like little kids. We were all excited with our sodas and watching cartoons. It, it was, was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, and that was the first time too I got introduced to uh, Joe Amaro. Oh, that's right, Joe Amaro was there. I yeah. yeah. He we saw some uh, stuff that back when uh, what was the, the magazine he had done? Oh, some Toy Fair, Toy Fair for for Toy Fair that hadn't even shown up yet, and I was like super stoked that he brought some samples. Yeah, I remember he came in. He brought us his Count Marzo that he sculpted. Exactly. And I nice. was like, wow, you know, I mean, he did like an amazing Count Marzo from the 2000, he used a 2000X He-Man, and it just was mind-blowing how detailed, and this is him starting off. Oh, this yes, is before, this was way before, like, we ever saw a Marzo in the Classics line, like, it was the first Marzo figure I'd ever seen, completely customized, of course. Yeah, and then he was like, "Here, you hold it." I'm like, "I ain't touching it. I'm not, <laughs> I don't want." I just had a nightmare of me dropping it. <laughs> exactly. But then, you know, those were awesome days, and I really enjoyed getting to talk with other fans that were equally as passionate about it. And uh, that was it was very it was a really cool time. Yeah, and now you have the nostalgic nerd cave, which again, I I look at your stuff. Uh, you know, you are everywhere with your stuff, and. You know, one thing I point out, you know, Johnny has a lot of cool stuff. You know? oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, you had cool stuff. I can only imagine what, you know, I mean, you caught the, you had the, back in the day, you had the 2000X uh, Snake Armor He-Mans from Europe. You had oh, yeah, the nice Skeletor statue. I know that I damaged. <laughs> I know. That's what and, happens when you have income and you don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> And so we're glad you're on here, uh, especially this week. I mean, this has been a week now. We're recovering from Toy Fair. I got to say it was delayed, but I think it was worth it. I mean, it, I special thanks to Pixel Dan for, you know, giving us that, you know, that window that, uh, you know, into 
what Mattel has uh, has planned for Origins for giving us that look that we were so you know we were waiting so impatiently for right and we were we there was at a, a point where uh, we were worried that they wouldn't show anything uh, but yeah thankfully they came through they had some beautiful figures on display and we we got a very good look at them well part of it was he did release a video. I forgot if it was either Friday or Saturday where he said that Mattel had nothing. Oh, that was and, Friday. And I appreciate yeah. At least you knew not to like keep checking your browser for <laughs> any updates, not hitting up websites. Right. Monday. Yeah. And he's, and he, he said that, you know, Mattel had told him that they might have something on Monday. So, and they did. So that was, fin- you know, that was wonderful. And I think there was kind of a backlash. He did pull down the video a little later, but I did kind of check out the community i was looking around and there was people upset i mean people were legitimately upset that mattel didn't have anything but then they announced that they were going to have a press thing um i'm hoping that maybe this was planned or or again worst case scenario that maybe they forgot a box you know because <laughs> you know they're flying from california they're in el segundo and we're flying to New York. Uh, maybe they forgot a box. Yeah, <laughs> they had that's, overnight. That's entirely <laughs> possible. It could have been just some simple thing like that, you know? Yeah, but I don't think Mattel uh, is dismissing Masters of the Universe. I think there is uh, quite a bit, and I think they had a nice showing on Monday. And they are some differences. I mean, we we've seen the figures, right? Yeah, there are yes. quite a few changes, and we dug deep into those, you know, and analyzed those changes on the Origins fans group, uh, where we did a fun toy fair discussion series, and so there was a lot of fun discussion on the on those points. Okay, you yeah. know what I was really impressed with with was with the sky sled because didn't the four horsemen originally came come up with that idea of being able to change out the heads on it, so you could either be like the evil sky sled or the heroic one. Or one was more like a like one was more like a viper, or the one was more like a gargoyle. Yeah, they are doing the the two head, and they got the two uh, chassis designs. You can switch out. Right, and I like that even that little that flame firing effect that you can add to the cannon. And there's actually an extra cannon down at the bottom also that I don't remember ever being on any of the other versions. It's kind of nice to have it su- su- uh, separated from the from the what's it called the, the battle tank. I well, that's the rocket it. firing now, isn't it? Right. Is that a mechanism they added? No, I, I doubt it. Just because the blast effect they've added, uh, it's very pointy on the end. So I I doubt that they would want to actually make it shoot out for help, for safety reasons. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering because I saw it and I, and I was like, is that a rocket? Is it going to shoot? Because <laughs> yeah. it'd be kind of cool if it did. But yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It, it is kind of pointy. And... <laughs> Uh, From the box, I could see the effect, but it's very tiny. It looks like it just attaches and that's it. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned the the cannons on the bottom. Uh, So if you look very closely, it looks like on the vintage vehicle, there are some very small cannons sculpted onto the lower lower chassis of the, the sky sled. And that was played up certainly in the classics version. Some very nice cannons uh, there, and then of course in this version, they're really souped up. They're much bigger, and you'll see that uh, 
from the original reveal of the sky sled, they've now added silver paint to those cannons. So that's one change. The other big change uh, is that those stickers on the side of the sky sled, they are no longer sculpted. They're they're very flat, at least in what we've what we saw at Toy Fair, and so uh, they're quite different now compared to what we were shown on Facebook. I think it's brilliant. I mean, you're getting two toys for one, or guys like me, I'm going to end up buying multiples, I guess. Uh, well, I could always <laughs> use another Prince Adam, but you know, I wish it'd be like a generic guy in there like like yes. it would have been it would have been cooler if it came with like uh, an Eternian guard exactly so then i could have had a reason to buy two and then oh i got two Eternian guards to uh, add to this but it comes with prince adam which again neat absolutely neat i'm not arguing about the figure um but you know i did kind of want to have both i have the the classics i got the the serpent head one and i have the uh, the gargoyle head or dragon head one and i ended up buying a uh, extra battle ram part from uh, a chinese dealer and uh, i ended up with like uh i managed to talk to a customizer and i got a green rocket oh, uh, nice. to go to go with it and that's a little custom thing i did for my bad guys but um here yeah there because i'm getting two prince items i kind of wish i could have gotten like a regular Eternian guy or mm-hmm. maybe they would have done something so like I could switch out parts because you can switch out parts with these figures and I could have like a good guy or I could make him into a bad guy. You could Just make him a faker Adam. Yeah. Well, or uh, like you said, a palace guard that has both a good guy head and an evil head like, like they had with the classic set. Or I was thinking like switch out armor and a helmet. Yeah, there you go. You know? So like, hey, you know, this guy could put on some orange armor and he could be an Eternian guard or he'd have some black armor and would have like a Centurion. Or he could be kind of a double agent guard (laughs) or a corrupt guard or something like that. Yeah, but I think I do think, though, that we are going to see a battle ram down the line. I, I, Mm -hmm. I have really good vibes from that line and I was just impressed with that and. You know there's more down the pipeline. Absolutely. You know, I wanted to talk about the Prince Adam. One, of course, uh, one thing we saw is we're not getting uh, a cloth vest uh, like we did in the SDCC2 pack. It's now plastic. It it, it looks very much like the, the classics version of Prince Adam, you know, the vest. And I believe it, it looks pretty pink, although that could just be the lighting because it looks... Uh, a bit more red, certainly in the. At times, it looks more red. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I've seen the, photos where it's. I think it's by the camera. And noticeably, uh, what we were promised or told at PowerCon was that what we would be getting is the half sword design, which is what we're seeing here. Uh, now on the Prince Adam sword, I'm not seeing the handguard, although. Uh, I did see the handguard for Skeletor and He-Man. So it's official. We're getting half swords. We're not getting a full sword. Well, you don't see the. You only see one side of the swords in those Toy Fair photos. But you, you do see, if you look closely, 
that the handle is a half handle. And so at least, that. yeah, at least the handle is for sure a, a, a half, not not the full thing, which I know people were, were complaining that the handle was too too big to begin with, which I agree with. Although instead of just shrinking the size of it, they're they're going with making them into kind of a half sort. Well, I got the, the San Diego Comic-Con, and I can tell you, my problem, I think, is not the sword. It was the hand. The hand? The hand is a little misshapen. Oh. You know, and mm-hmm. it feels like he can't fully grip anything. I see. Well, and the swords on at Toy Fair were glued on, by the way. Glued together? Yeah, no, on it was uh, like hot the, glue the He-Man. And this, oh. is, this, is, this is normal, so that, yeah. you know. So, because these are just for display purpose, you know, these painted prototypes. Uh, the sword on He-Man is glued to the hand. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry, I misheard you. The one I have, like I said, I got the San Diego Comic Con one. I opened them up. I wanted to see them. I did. I do like a little bit of what they were going with, but his hand is a little misshapen, mm. and it's a little small-ish. Like he doesn't fully grip. Mm-hmm. But I was comparing it to the Masters of the WWE one, and they did fix the hands on the WWE one. Oh, good. And they did admit, you know, because I was kind of at PowerCon, I was talking to some of the guys, Mm -hmm. some of the toy designers, and I was telling them that um, I wasn't crazy about the hand. He couldn't hold the sword right. You know, I have to put a clear rubber band for him to hold the hand. Mm -hmm. I have to get uh different um ways of him to hold items and they were like hmm interesting and now at power i mean at the toy fair they did admit that they've made some tweaks good to the toys they did say like uh they were saying that the he-man that they were going to release was going to have the slip on his belt on his boot Mm -hmm. but for toy reasons they were not going to put the dagger in there i see but now you saw the toy uh, it is covered. You know, he's got a solid boot. Mm-hmm. Well, here, and I, I want to get to He-Man, but one thing I wanted to mention about Prince Adam is that we saw a packaged Sky Sled set, which features gorgeous artwork. Uh, the the Prince Adam that's in that box, I've seen several close-up photos, and the head looks to be different than the one that's, that's on display which I thought was very interesting. And so there's this speculation online of, of what it might represent. Maybe it's the, you know, like the, the He-Man head, maybe the vintage head with a different hair, something like that. Uh, but there's no definitive answer. I do think they're tweaking them. I think that the one on display was a proto- an earlier mm-hmm. prototype. And obviously the ones in the package are the later ones. I mean, they're... Um, they've had a long time to get this toy line ready. Actually, I think they've kind of, I don't want to say too long mm-hmm. because I'm impatient. Yes. But, yes. uh, you know, we knew about this toy line now going on, what, two years already? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think they've, they've really taken their time with it, which is good. But on the other hand, um, we're having this issue where we don't know what we're looking at anymore. Are we looking at earlier prototypes? Are we looking at the, the, the manufactured ones? I think the ones in the package are the manufactured ones. Well, that's a really good point because if you – let's switch over to um, Manny Faces. 
And, you know, we've seen uh, reveals on Facebook from the official Masters of the Universe page of uh, characters like Scareglow and Manny Faces. And Manny Faces has a very vintage look. His, uh, the mask on his human face is red. His, the tubes on his chest are red. But then the version at Toy Fair has a, a, a purple mask on his human head. And it and purple tubing on his chest, uh, w- which makes me wonder, like, which one? I mean, the it's clearly the one on Facebook looks like a factory version rather than a painted prototype. So I think you're right that it could likely be that the, the what we saw at Toy Fair, the the toys that were out of package, the packaging, those were just earlier prototypes, which begs the question: Why are they showing us older versions of the toys? Certainly. That's confusing, especially when there's nobody there to to do kind of like a walkthrough video with Pixel Dan uh, to to explain to us what we're looking at. It just anybody kind of, else anybody else freak out when Pixel Dan turned their heads? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I was afraid it was like going to like pop the knob <laughs> off or a head was yeah. going to fly out. Yeah, that that Manny faces was absolutely beautiful. That. Well, I'll be honest, he's one of my favorite toys. He's he's one of my favorite characters. And I did I did go through Toy Arc and I and Toy Arc did some beautiful photos. He's painted. I can see uh paint marks. The one on display has paint marks. So you're right. Maybe the one in the uh in the video that nice people at Masters of the Universe is showing uh might be a little bit more down the line, but what I really like is that they're very uh, going back to the old colors, you know, and right. Toy Arc was pretty uh, careful with their uh, they, they have professional cameramen and they like to be very specific on their, you know, they don't they're careful with flash. And I'm looking at the many faces and I can tell that the one on display was hand painted. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely hand painted. Boy, did you notice the monster head on that figure? It's it looks flat. Yeah. Yeah, it looks. It's the only one that seems to lack like some some sort of shading to give it the detail. There's no depth to it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks very uh, like almost unfinished. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then the like you said, the one on Facebook, they had that cool video. Mm-hmm. He looked a little more up in the line. So. Right. Um, I'm I'm confident he's going to be great. I'm 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 I have. Faith, he is absolutely going to be a beautiful figure. He's going to, I love him. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. gonna... <laughs> well, and and it's interesting. It's like the chicken or the egg. So you've got the nicer looking uh, reveal on Facebook of Manny Faces, but he didn't have his gun. But the early, supposedly earlier version at Toy Fair, which again is hap- is being shown to us after the this other reveal, he has a gun. So did they already have a gun and they just didn't, you know, a factory gun and they decided not to show it off? Or is it that they they have a factory version and they're making additional changes that are going to then translate into a factory version? That's that's a question because I think at this point uh, what they display uh, is just what they have on hand. They're not pulling out the new ones. Right. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that... There is a gun. Obviously, there's going to be a gun. Well, speaking of accessories, I'd like to to talk a bit about He-Man. And and like I said, he you know he's he has the sword that's uh, glued to his hand, 
and uh, you notice at the at toy fair, where is his battle axe? And I mean, it sh- it can absolutely be a simple thing as oh, we forgot to you know display him with the axe or you know, but uh, of course that 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 begs the question: just because it's not there, are they having to cut it out because of the price fifteen dollar pri- price point? Which I personally wouldn't agree with because. I don't think that's the case because the all the artwork and whatnot, it has him with the axe. So I don't think there's much to worry about there. Well, again, I don't – this – the one they had on display is the prototype. I'm looking at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have the half sword and yeah. it's glued onto his hand, which part of me is like, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he uh, – I don't think he's hand painted. I don't think he is, but he's kind of he's very flat, very flat painted. But the, the the video, the lighting. If you're looking at the photo that I think you're looking at, uh, the photo you're looking at, does it have a little Prince Adam head right next to it? Uh, I'm looking at an up close photo of him, mm-hmm. and so um, it, you're right. It could be the photo. I think though he's probably the one that got further. I mean, obviously he's done. Right. But I don't. I think he will be. He will come with an axe because we saw the packaging at PowerCon, yeah. mm-hmm. and in the packaging it said shield, sword, axe, half a sword. Right. Um, it's just I got to be honest. It's that half sword with the handle I don't like. I yeah. never liked the half sword. I I, I always love the half sword. That. I wish they would have yeah. stuck with that story. But that also is kind of what differentiates the uh, the fans, that some of them love the mini comic story aspect of it with the two halves. Mm-hmm. And even the Four Horsemen wanted to try to do that with the uh, with the 2000 line. So there are fans of both, but I really like the idea of the of the dual sword and having that be the key to opening Grayskull. Although that, that whole point kind of becomes like a redundant story if you think mm-hmm. about it because then every story is always about i got one half you got the other half let me get the half and <laughs> right i'm i'm right there with that. you on it like that that's my <clears throat> sorry that's that's like my happy spot in the mythology and to me it's like it doesn't have to be a constant story it could just be here we started off with this where it's like a race to the finish between the two halves trying, you know, the Skeletor and He-Man's factions going to get it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's something you can lean on as this is the whole story every time. Cause then that's like, really again, we have to tiring. do this. It is, it's tedious. Yeah. But, um, I'm glad to see it back, but there's a, there is that part of me. That's also like, I didn't like it when I was a kid where my figure had a half a sword all the time either. You right. know, I kind of liked, cause like all the, all the illustrations was always have, it's a whole sword, but somehow magically they get put together to do, you know, the the entrance. So, well, well again, that's that's where I come added, from. I mean, me, the yeah, kid in me, the kid in me hates that half sword because it never fit right. Mm-hmm. And you're right, all the mini comics, all the comic books, He Man had a full sword. The cartoon, he yeah. had a full sword. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest with you, as a kid, I never played. I didn't want to play with the half sword as a kid. I super glued this. I super glued. I had two He-Mans. Oh my God. (laughs) I had, I had two He-Mans. I cut, uh, cause that one had the studs. So I cut one of the studs Uh and I super glued the swords. Nice. And even, and even then he never held them right. (laughs) I thought 
I thought you were going to say you, you super glued the sword to his hand. No, 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 no. no. I, said, I meant to say I glued two half swords right, so I could have a full sword. What yeah. I did like about the mythos of the sword is it also kind of went along with the Castle Grayskull where you had the flag where you could have it flying one way for the villains owning it or flying it the other way where the heroes were, were in control of it. Agreed. It never yeah. really belonging to one fact, you know, one side or the other. It was always who can ever get here is the one that has the power of the universe. Yeah, yeah. I take that flag. And, and and that that was for me. That was a huge part of why I love this line. It was you can make it your own. You can do however you want to do with it. And, and you know, like I know how many people love filmation out there, but that's kind of what made me just go like, no, I like it the other way mm-hmm. because as a kid. That, that was what Mattel was saying. You know, the kids were saying when they were playing these with these toys, I have the power. I can do this. And it's like, that's what I loved about the line is there was no story in place to go. This is how you have to play with this in the beginning. It was basically mm-hmm. it's it's like um, it, it's it's like capture the flag. You know, these yes. Skeletor's factions versus He-Man's. Who's going to get to the castle first? Who's going to get inside and learn the mysteries of the universe? For me, that was awesome. It, it was I can make Skeletor win today if I want to, and all that, you know. And I I, and, I love that about. And it was weird that you have this giant skull face castle that the good guys have. And you're like that doesn't always. <laughs> oh, and granted, they've made stories that that explain that as far as like bad guys would never look to find power in a place that looks like this. I thought that was a good idea also, but I think all in all, the idea that every kid has their own imagination, can make these stories up in their mind. And there are no rules, which I was actually a stickler for the rules when I was a kid. But now I can see <laughs> the amazement of like, you want the Ghostbusters to come visit? Sure, let's have a <laughs> through a time. And he's visiting Adam. And oh no, Transformers are joining, you know, the bad guys. You can do whatever you want. Scareglow is going to be pissed. Peter Venkman shows up what the crap is that supernatural or the castle's getting invaded by the supernaturals guys yeah visionaries and stuff next year at Toy Fair you're gonna see them back that'd be amazing you're gonna see them and the visionaries come on six seven inch visionary figures it's about time ladies and gentlemen come on We, we've seen, uh, I think, at least one visionary, a new one from Hasbro somewhat recently, didn't we? It was uh, the San Diego Comic-Con package. Right, right. And uh, it was like a G.I. GI Joe figure that they've uh, re-sculpted. But come on, it's, it's, it's screaming. It's screaming. Well, and it's, uh, Sectars, they're back. Yeah, they're back. <laughs> Everything, everything's new again. You know, everything old is new again. Yeah. Well, before we jump to that subject, uh, I, w- I wanted to check with you guys, since we're on He-Man, um, here's my pet peeve about the origin. And I, again, I complained to the toy guys. I don't know if it's if it's irritating to you guys. Uh, I imagine it's probably not, because I'm kind of OCD. I don't like the toy acts they have. I want the original updated toy acts. Right. Me I too. don't want that basic one that that they're gonna put in there that came with the san diego comic-con it irritated me i told them i told them my power con i want the toy x well i i want a whole new set of vintage accurate weapons i mean he's got the mini comic shield the nipple shield 
and uh, the mini comic sword, which is now a half vintage sword, which I think I'm guessing that it's only the handle that's going to be a half sword and the rest of it's going to be a full sword, which wouldn't make any sense. But yeah, let, let, let's get a whole new set or at least like a, a vintage accurate uh, variant somewhere close down the, the road. When I look at the sword, I feel like if you did put both halves together, the fact that He-Man's and Skeletor's swords are the only ones that have that, that little protective guard over it would be a reason to put it on the left hand, which is hand is open, in which all you would do is just slide the hand and not have to worry about the grip. You know what I mean? Right. Just the thought. I think it's it's worthwhile, but I, I hate the handle. I hate they put a handle on it. I know they're doing it for the old toy, the vintage value, but this is the one thing that, well, one of the many things that the classics did right. You know mm-hmm. I mean? In the classics figure, we got a half sword. We got a full sword, and Skeletor got the same. And let the fans choose. Yeah, I think because of the fifteen dollar price point, it's it they're cutting it down to the bone. You know, I don't. I think that uh, the best we can hope for is like a weapon pack or variant to get the you know both swords. Which well, is a 15, great excuse to sell more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fifteen right. bucks is you know for the figure itself is pretty reasonable. I, they, it is compared already, to all the other ones we've paid yeah. out, <laughs> including subscriptions. Yeah. yeah. You know, but again, if you go to the toy aisle and all that, that's that's pretty much what these figures are going for. And they're going to get more bang for their buck. I mean, the He-Man mold itself pays for itself. I mean, he's the, he's the basic buck for almost 80% of uh, all their figures. And they mold a uh, sword, which they do. They It's there. They got it. It's it's going to come out in different colors. I mean, they they have a roadmap. I will bet you if this line is successful, we are going to see. Obviously, there's a Battle Armor He-Man in the pipeline. Macho Man uh, has the Battle Armor. You know, they have. And that's multiple. what I feel about the WWE. I feel I feel like what they did is they like took all the kinks that they're going to run into with the Masters. They got rid of all of them by making the WWE and kind of like trying things out so that we complain less as fans when they actually come <laughs> out with the actual figures of the origin. And I well, think you nailed it. And I and it's interesting because we haven't seen any of the female any female uh, figures yet in the WWE line. And I, I want to to see what they end up doing for the uh, knee articulation on those female figures because it's just atrocious what we've seen so far with the floating knee design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that for me is a huge turnoff in the line no matter what. I mean, the only one that uh, – Trapjaw and, and Nanny Faces are the winners there where you don't have to see it as much. It's It's a little more hidden in the sculpt, but – I like my daughter has some of their Wonder Woman figures that they came out with two years ago or three years ago now for the movie. And I realized they started doing it even back then. So I don't know how far back that goes. I never realized how bad it looks. It it looks bad (laughs) on the little ones. The the big if you have like a big doll, like my my daughter has like the 12 inch doll of Wonder Woman. It doesn't look so bad on that because it's it's a little more incorporated. But when you're dealing with a smaller figure. It just looks like there's these weird flaps on them now. It's, it, it just <laughs> it it, when I see them, it, it just makes me go like, "What was so bad about either you know doing it like the originals and then just having a hinge in there, 
or right. what if what if we did it like classics where okay it's just when you move it there you see the little thing i mean most people are used to that it's not that big of a deal you don't have to why why change what's already been the you know everybody's been doing it it's not that big of a problem i'd rather I, have I think no it needs shape i mean i'm looking at the tila figure and i got to say i agree with almost everything but yeah the the knees are just weird they look like uh, Chicken breast cutlets. <laughs> the more I look at them now, <laughs> well, like a, a joke I said. It, it actually, somebody was was asking about him. I go, it's, it's kind of like she's got armor on her thighs at this point because it's stick <laughs> out so far. It's almost like, well, she's got armor plated thighs. They're just one color, you know. <laughs> well, and when they when the legs are bent, she's gonna look like a ro- robot, like something out yeah, of Westworld. Exactly, <laughs> and I, 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 for me. I, the origins line, it, it, it amounts to I'm still kind of perplexed why they have to go back to this when we've already had classics and classics kind of was like they knocked it out of the park with a lot of this stuff. And there was a part of me going, all the new things are adding to this aren't making me excited. It's more making me cautious about it because I already have the stuff I love at home. And then to see it on the on the pegs, I'm going to love seeing them on the pegs when I pick them up and I have them in hand. I won't know what to say until I do it. You know, I didn't get the SDCC pack or anything, but there's definitely something about some of these design choices where I'm like, it, it will be fine to be put on my shelf, but I'm also just, it won't be like my go-to probably. It'll be classics or the vintage will be, that's that's my definitive He-Man, you know, and Teal and everybody else, I think. And I completely agree because I'm not really wrong. I mean, I like the fact that they're going on the pegs again. But I'm not willing to put like the amount of money I paid into the the original classics. Um, like just Trapjaw alone, the fact that I remember the 2000 comic, you know, it had like his jaw and the detail, yeah. like the tongue. That's really cool. This one is very, you know, it's very sanitized, and I can understand why because mm-hmm. you don't want to creep out kids. But I felt that that line was the adults. This yeah. I could totally see to get younger generations interested in it, which would tie completely wonderfully to the Netflix, the new shows. You know, sure. To me, the, the I, I know a lot of people complain about Masters and my th- and even the new Shira cartoon. And I, th- I feel everyone's got you know a right to their opinion. But I feel like the one thing that's going to save Masters and Princes of Power and all of these wonderful lines that we have is that we need to have kids now. They need to fall in love with. And if we can give them something to fall in love with, then I'm more than happy to make to have these be the ones that the kids fall in love with. And then when we get old, they can carry it forward. And He-Man and Skelter can continue fighting many more oh, years. I, I, I do not disagree with you at all on that because I, I'm here as a 41-year-old who has two kids. <laughs> Last night, I managed to get the golden book, I Am She-Ra, for my daughter. Nice. And that was – both of my kids were like, we have to read this at bedtime. So I, I got bedtime with them last night. We read the I am He-Man, I am She-Ra, and my kids are nice. pointing out the different characters they like. My wow. son was pointing out Too Bad, my, and my daughter's pointing out all the different Princess of Power characters that she sees in the page and equating them to what she's watching on the Netflix show. And we're talking about this, and at the end when it got to the, the last page of the I am She-Ra, she goes, I love this book. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you. You know, (laughs) it's like through her and through my son, I'm seeing them play He-Man and She-Ra. They're running around the house actually doing, I'm He-Man, I'm She-Ra. And they're doing, I have the power and for the honor of Grace. And I'm like, 
this is just it's it's melting my heart going this won't die with me exactly yeah. and i think but, that's the problem when you try to own it yeah I, uh, trust me it, like you and i could probably have a whole conversation for hours about this because <laughs> i agree completely with it. it it's just i guess that's the thing like that i i i'm not upset origins is out there for people who love it and i'm not upset that it's it's going to be something the kids hopefully will latch on to and it'll create a whole new generation that want to you know pass it on to their kids and then the the battle continues but there is going to be that part of me where i'm going to be down in my basement going you know that classic scene man that i have standing there that's the one that it's going to always be this is why i love these guys you know and it's 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 like such a weird thing it's like i want to love it but these things are making me go i love what i already have <laughs> and it's driving me well and you know and i want to tack on tag on to that and say that uh, yes, I understand that they want these toys to appeal to children, but keep in mind that we were children in the 80s, and the toys, the vintage designs that we saw and we we got at Christmas, we loved them. Yeah. Well, that's you know? what this is, isn't it? I mean, they even put retro power you know, yeah. on the packaging. Right. Yeah. And this is what they want you to do. They want the adult collector to walk into Walmart and just for the record, it's Walmart for the first year. And then they are going to go mass retail everywhere. We're going to see them now fans like me and you guys, you're going to see them and you're going to be like, Oh, okay, I'm going to buy them. But (laughs) for the uninitiated, they're going to walk by and they're going to see it. And they're going to be like, Oh, I remember this. And they're going to pick them up because they look like they're toys, but they're updated. They got modern articulation and mm-hmm. they do play nice. I got You know, I, I praise, I praise the San Diego comic Con one cause it's a solid figure. The joints are solid. I haven't uh, pulled them apart, but you know, it costs too much, but, yeah. <laughs> but I have pulled the, uh, the WWE figures apart and they do. So you could customize them mm-hmm. and, that's why I'm I'm looking at them and they're solid. They look great and the Tila, yeah, I'm not a um, I'm I don't like the knees, but I'm still gonna buy her and hopefully maybe they could fix her between now and then, yeah. or maybe fix her again down the road, you know, and do another Tila. And I figured that's what they're doing. They're they're kind of seeing okay, this we're tapping into this retro market, which is there. I mean, it's it's back. I mean, 1984, it's back. Yeah. And, and people are tapping into this, and they're going to buy this with the updated ones. But I think Mattel is like doing, okay, we have this, and if it sells, we're going to sell this toy line. We're going to make this much money. We're going to do a lot of better things. And maybe down the road, yes, there will be a Battle Armor He-Man. There will be, you know, all the old ones, but maybe they'll throw in some new ones. Like, again, they'll throw in a Point Dread Tila or a Battlegrounds uh, Tila. Yeah. Well, it's there. Well, one thing, Renee, that you mentioned was, you know, we're going to get different, you know, different colors of, of He-Man's torso, things like that. And uh, so what it, what my concern would be is, okay, so maybe they don't get Tila right the first time, but don't worry, they're going to give us a different Tila. And I'm thinking, okay, but if I want to buy the new Tila so that I can get the head off of there to put on the first Tila to make sure that the, the regular Tila looks good, 
it may not work because the the cut the skin tones might be a little different. I saw I think we saw some of that with the uh, uh, the classics line, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed like Super Ten in some of them, and not as much in the others. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like Thunder yeah. Punch He Man. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean haven't seen the Sun He Man? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, one thing I want to point out that right here is that the Prince Adam we saw on display at Toy Fair. His his head is different in that his eyes have white paint framing the, the black pupils, and so it's and the eyebrows are different than He Man's as well. So there are differences even between He Man and Prince Adam. The the one in the box, you mean for the the one on the, display on the sky okay. sled? You'll see that he has white oh, okay. on his eyes, and uh, I know with the SDCC two pack. The Prince Adam figure, his skin tone was different than the He-Man figure. I wonder if that's going to be the case with, you know, with what we get uh, in the final version for the the regular Origins figures. You know, there is a um, weird transition going on in the toy industry right now, and I wish uh, again I could talk to a representative. We got to get a representative on the show, uh, yeah, <laughs> and just absolutely. ask him. Because we live in this era where uh, they they said that they're using uh, 3D modeling and 3D rendering for the master's line, which saved them a lot of time. And I see it. You know, when I look at the figures up close, I can tell that they were 3D rendered because they're really symmetrical. You mm-hmm. look at a classics He-Man, the, the figure was sculpted by hand. And right. They did, you know, they did a little documentary a long time ago where the Four Horsemen showed how they, they made the Masters of the Universe line and the classics figures. And they had, like, rulers and, you know, they drew on uh, wax paper size portions and all that so they could get it right. Like a muscle, like to make a muscle, like, huge and bulky, they had to draw it. And, you know, it was really interesting how they do it but now it's 3d rendered and so if you look at a classics he-man figure uh, as beautiful as he is he's not symmetrical 100 mm-hmm. percent. but then human beings aren't symmetrical exactly and, and so here i keep wondering you know what process did they do to make these figures because i am seeing like you're right the the he-man doesn't have painted eyes mm-hmm. but tila does and they're beautiful well, Tila is a whole other story because her head was changed quite a bit. You'll see yeah. that her nose is thinner, her eyes are quite different, and they have now they're they're blue, and the blue takes up all her whole eye. So it sound it it looks like you know where there should be white paint. It's just it's just all blue, and her chin is very sharp and pointy now. The whole head might have shrunk as well. Well, my theory is that um, they're still tweaking with them. But um, the other thing that I'm seeing, like with the Prince Adam, because the Prince Adam comes a little farther along. And again, we don't know what we're seeing. We we don't know if we're seeing earlier figures or later figures. Mm-hmm. But now, too, we live in the age of 3D painting. And so I keep thinking, like, God, are they using 3D painting on their faces? Mm-hmm. So these, at least we get a, we don't get that warped figures we used to get with our classics, right? At times, or again, I have a Tila with no eyebrows, because or an evil uh, thing with wonky eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> or again, you see like the 
drunks uh he i mean not the drunk he man but the drunk uh luke skywalker figure that came out <laughs> on a few waves for the eye it's yeah. just a little droopy compared to the other and Too yeah you know, <laughs> Too if there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you drink sour milk it's like drinking alcohol if you can stomach it it's gonna um, really <laughs> force be <me> with you <laughs> <laughs> well how could they uh, tell if it was bad it was like blue milk wasn't it yeah. it turns green it turns, it turns bad. <laughs> there's little but, floaty things on top they saw luke skywalker he drank it straight from the whatever that's called straight from the <laughs> from the source from, yeah i was gonna say from the source let's just say it that way yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's keep show. that scene thank you ryan johnson um, but, but yeah let's not have let's not have ryan johnson direct the masters version um but just to the point i was saying is that we're seeing a lot of advancements and when i see the the figures I kind of like to see like, oh, this is, I kind of see the history. Like, oh, this is the early, this is what we're working on. And oh, here's some newer ones. And so I'm curious whether what He-Man we're going to get. Because I I could see Prince Adam in the package. He looks pretty advanced. So I'm thinking he's ready. But then the old He-Mans, I think they're the prototypes. And so. So frustrating. Yeah. (laughs) And I want to see, I'm with you. I want to see the final, final models so then we could be okay or not okay right i could just notice like right now i'm going through the pictures i noticed some paint or lack of paint on some of the displays of uh he-man and the other one so i'm more inclined to believe they were prototypes yeah some of them definitely look like painted prototypes So I think somebody somebody brought up Trapjaw. I want to point out that his eyes at Toy Fair, they look much larger and, and more round. Uh, so I think they honestly, to me, they look better than what we saw uh, previously with Trapjaw. Uh, his eyes look quite a bit larger in at Toy Fair, uh, at least to me, compared with the the video that we we got of Trapjaw kind of swinging into the the scene on Facebook. Um, His lower jaw seems, it it doesn't seem nearly as uh, spiky as it, you know, as pointy as it should be compared to the vintage figure. Um, He's got some nice green on his arm, which we saw just a tiny bit of green on the vintage figure. So they really played that up. I really like that. I like the fact that his arm, his mechanical arm, mm-hmm. is articulated because in yes. the cartoon, you know, he would do all sorts of crazy movements, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to do it. And I would push the plastic, and it wasn't really good. And mm-hmm. I like that on the classics, but I, that's something I do like about this, where they are incorporating some ideas that did come from the classics and moving it into the origins. So nice. And his boots are are like flared at the bottom, but I, I kind of like it. Yeah. I think the what we're seeing is a later prototype. I mean, at PowerCon, we saw the 3D model. You know, he uh, they displayed, oh, here's the, that was the big reveal. Here's Trapjaw. Right. But then we saw it up close. I could see the, the 3D modeling lines. And I asked him, and he said, oh, that was finished, printed yesterday. You know, and he painted it the, yesterday. Huh. The paint Yikes. was still wet. On him. <laughs> and the one I'm looking at, or the one they had at the toy fair, 
he looks like a prototype, uh, but he still needs work. I, I do feel he needs like he's not finished. Right. And so I am glad he's articulated. I cannot imagine them not giving him at least a bendable arm. I mean, it is 2020 and that's on the packaging new for 20. And it's a beautiful figure. <laughs> I am so looking forward to him. But he does need some work. I do feel like he's not finished. Right. Well, please is like please give us some vintage accurate eyes because uh, the ones that we saw the black dead eyes in the the video, I just am not a fan of. I don't know I'm, what to think of him, but looking at it, I kept thinking that that it didn't look right. Then I realized it had the white dot in the center, and at right. first I kept thinking it was only the light source reflecting off the black that was giving him the white so i'm glad that they actually did put a, a pupil a, a white one but it is a different trap jaw i i've not seen a trap jaw with like you said the black dead eyes yeah which is a cool idea if you want to go that way but it's just something different than what we've had in the past i could live with the you know dead eyes you know what i mean i imagine him having dead eyes i do like the crazy bloodshot eyes he or the red eyes but you know, uh, if you talk about faces, uh, you know, he's trap jaw. He works. I mean, I, I'll gladly take him. You know, the the one I, I want to that I'm having issues with. And here's the sad one. I don't like Skeletor's head. Thank you. <laughs> I I the minute I saw that one in the open mouth, I'm like, why did they do that? I, it just I don't like it. I, I do not like the open mouth. I. I've seen so many versions of them, and every single one has his mouth closed. Why do they need to do that for this one in particular? That just drives me nuts. I think Have it's seen people because of calling him the robot chicken Skeletor. Because he kind of say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no! the, the the thing about that then is I, I'm gonna have to see him and just go meh, and I don't want to have that. Like that's, right. We we just talked about how my 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 meat potatoes of masters is the dual power sword thing that's not even a (laughs) and here i am looking at it going man i was like oh curse you you know like seriously i just don't like figures like with uh like strong facial expressions Mm. because then it's like yeah they're stuck permanently skeletor stuck with a man exactly look on it you know i mean this is like some of the wrestling figures with their mouths open and all that and it's supposed to be like their action screaming, but it's frozen in place. They look like they're stroking. You know, even <laughs> even even uh, I'm still uh, him and Evil Lynn are the two where I'm just like, why, why yes. did they have to have her having that snarl on her face or whatever you want to call it? They, there's like a grimace on her face or whatever. It's like I don't need. I know they're evil. Why do you need to have this be like? No, they're evil. I know this. You know, like you don't need to. Don't need to show me that way on it, you know. I and, feel like they changed even snarl on photos that I'm watching on to- Toy Arc because I felt like she actually looked worse before. Here, at least, I can kind of deal with her. I, I think mm-hmm. they are, I think they are responding to feedback of the excessive expressions. But I, I also, as a kid, I feel like that's kind of what I liked about Masters is that you knew were bad guys and you knew who were the good guys because they looked a certain skeletor yes. with his mouth open. You know, he's like, you know, it's kind of creepy. When I was a kid, I was afraid of skulls. So you see his skull and he's got his mouth open. Yeah, okay, that's the bad guy. And she's obviously a bad person because she's giving you this snarl. So mm-hmm. I could totally see that. But yeah. I understand both sides of it. It does look off, but at the same time, if you're trying to give the kids an idea of what these personalities are that are attached to the characters, the expressions give off a lot without having to write it into the packaging or into the store. 
into the stories. You know, if you look closely at Evelyn at Toy Fair and compare her to the previous, you know, the original reveal for Origins for Evelyn, I really feel that they're the same expression. It's the same sculpt. And the only reason I think why they look different is because the one at Toy Fair is a painted prototype. So you feel the ones that were shown this weekend were not painted? No, I think that the one at Toy Fair, the Evil Inn figure, is a painted prototype. And so when you look at the face on Evil Inn at Toy Fair, you're looking at the same sculpt, the same the same figure. Uh, but when you com- when you you know when you compare it to the more factory version that we've seen of Evil Inn, it's really oh, the same figure. Yeah, it just looks different because it's it's somebody just painted it up. It's got the human touch. Right, yeah, exactly. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Skeletor, you notice uh, at Toy Fair, and I've been told, people have said that that Mattel is going to fix this. The Toy Fair Skeletor has pa- purple paint above the boot line. Yeah, he was like that previously, I think, too, when they started releasing images. And for me, I was like, why? That, that just felt weird, too. I mean, it... it I'm one of these people that if I'm going to get this line, I got to get a He-Man and I got to get a Skeletor. And those guys have to be like the standard for me of what I'm about to get. And when I see He-Man, he's mostly He-Man. You know, I'm good to go on him. I don't have too many complaints. But then with Skeletor, I'm just like, the mouth is open and then there's the boot thing. And it's like, where's the third thing I'm gonna that's going to drive me nuts about <laughs> this guy already? When He-Man, it's like, for the most part, I'm going to give you a pass because it looks it looks the way I'd feel an updated He-Man would look, even retro. But that stuff just—I don't know what it is about it. It's—I'm—I'm it, I'm learning how particular I am, and I hate myself for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Because yeah. it, it's like—I don't—I don't understand why they needed to have his mouth open. And the boot thing to me is just like, if you're gonna sculpt it like that, why did you do what you did there? Like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think he just got. I think he got overzealous with the paint. That's what I was thinking. It's like it's like my kids with a coloring book right now. It's like, why are you doing this? You know? See, <laughs> the line was here. That's all you needed to do. <laughs> but that goes back to my 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 concern that let's say they they come out and I'm sure they will. They'll come out with a battle armor Skeletor, but and we'll we'll say, oh great, they close the mouth. It's a proper head. But then when we go to move the, the head over to our regular Skeletor, we'll notice that the hood is a, a slightly different purple and doesn't quite match the armor and accessories and everything else that he has. Well, hold on. Let, let, me, let me solve your problem. And I could solve it by going back to 1983. Okay. <laughs> first, wave, first wave came out and... They were in then the second wave, and kids were like, "Hey, where I missed out on the originals? Where can I get them? Mm-hmm. Gift packs." Oh, sure, yeah, <laughs> that's their way of fixing this. Okay, there's gonna be there's gonna be a two pack of He Man with Skeletor, and they're fixed. <laughs> you know, with the new or heads. or they'll do it like they did with classics, where it'll be an homage to the originals, and the next group they have has the original on it, and Starburst. Mm-hmm. And it fixed up the shoulders and it fixed up the red eyes and the open hand with Skeletor. Who knows? Uh, it, it could be the gift pack. So that would that would be a more cost effective way to do it, especially for two figures. The the like two pack or three pack, you know, those kinds of sets could be the vintage accurate figures, which I would hope they would just, you know, have completely separate single carded 
you know, figures like that. Or they it could be that in those kinds of sets we would see like Disco Skeletor, right? Or uh, Merman with the mini comic blue colors, right? They could go that route. That would be fun. But however, you know, however we can get you know the the, the parts that we need to to you know give our origins figures you know that right look the the look that we would prefer yeah. well to me it, it just trap jaw. The, yeah i would oh, love to see that yeah mini comic trap jaw. Mini yeah comic <laughs> trap jaw. yeah that guy's awesome but yes just to me just to point out it feels to me like skeletor's mouth got whiter you know when, <laughs> when i when mm. i saw him at PowerCon, i was like okay the mouth is white but mm, okay i'll i'll take this but just when I saw him now and I'm looking at the, it just seems like he got whiter, you know, like, like I want to go, who's hungry. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that or it's a, Oh crap. Look on his face when he is about to punch him. It's either, it's one of those two. And, and I don't know. That's, that's kind of why for me, like I, I am in complete agreements. Don't put an actual expression on their face. If they're going to, if you're not, if you're only going to put them in one thing, you know, like if, as a collector, are you going to put them in one pose it's going to be for that face. If not, you don't need to, you got a standard, just do standard face, you know, but <laughs> that's just me. And like I said, I'm learning a lot about myself that I know. So I'm just going to <laughs> mind my own business. Uh, last thing I wanted to mention on Skeletor is just that the, the black lines on his uh, mouth, uh, depending on which photos you look at, they're either fairly thin or they could be very thick. And so I hope that they, We'll err on the side of caution there and give them, you know, kind of play down the, the lines there. Yeah, Scareglow, like, I think it's the one they got right. Like, well, yeah. they got a few uh, right. I thought his uh, cape was fabric, but then I think uh, Kelly's actually told me that it was uh, it was plastic. Right. But I love the fact that they gave it such a, a they gave it plenty of texture. Yeah. Which is, mm-hmm. I mean, if you see the picture up close yes you can see it's plastic but i like the fact that it does kind of call to mind the original that was fabric and the original does have a texture which wow yeah i mean that's when i saw it up close i was like first i thought okay it's going to be cloth and then i'm like no they textured the cape yeah and the original one um i don't have an original scareglow but i did have the original i did see it in packaging and the original does have like a crisscross kind of fabric. And I'm like, wow, they, they paid homage to that. And of course, we saw the prototype here. The real one's going to have glow-in-the-dark material. Yeah. Which I'm like, they got this one right. See, he has a neutral expression. He's not like, shut. Yeah. <laughs> well, based on a, a, a poll that I did on the Origins fans group, Scareglow is by far the most popular, uh, most, you know, the figure in Origins that people are most, most excited about. So it's not surprising at all that they would release him early. Yeah. He seems like an easy go to figure because even with the Masters of the Universe Classics, they had, mm. he was one of the very first ones, wasn't he? Because he's pretty much got just a different paint job and everything else. They took Skeletor's feet, He Man's body, you just do a skull and we're done. Yeah, he was within the first year. I, I forgot what order it was, but he was within the first year. Because you're right, he's easy. He's just absolutely easy to do. And the fact and, that he was so hard to get for many of the people that originally collected it in the vintage line, putting him right up front kind of catches those people that say, oh, I never got the Scareglow figure when, when I was a kid. 
puts them right up there and kind of like generates that that interest in the line. Um, I want to mention that I personally just really don't. I'm a little different. I, I don't like the cape. It looks knitted. It looks like he's at home knitting it, you know, <laughs> like his mom made it. <laughs> but it's fun because it's it's easy to put a retro re- cape on. Grandma right? Jan. <laughs> and I want you to get cold when you go scare people exactly. tonight. Honey. <laughs> uh, it's cold in the darkness. Put this on. Exactly. We and call her Nana Glow. Can somebody do a fan fiction? Nana Glow. Glow. The lighting, because it looks very pink. I guess you could say pink in at Toy Fair, but again, that could be the camera, the lighting. In the uh, the original reveal, it was much darker. Very nice. Um, One look purple. The cape looks purple. Light purple compared to again the original reveal uh, photos. Uh, I somebody pointed out that. What the, there's been a change, at least between the re- original reveal and the Toy Fair version, and that's one of his hands. It in the original reveal, it's a claw, an open claw, and in the Toy Fair version, it's a grip hand, which I thought's very interesting. Yeah, he does have a grip hand, and uh, and I assume that his halberd is going to be uh, probably a green glow. I mean, this is a rough prototype, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, I'm just again. I don't think he's gonna be um, that textured. Maybe I do like the classics version when they did the cape because it's kind of becomes yeah. a little transparent down at the bottom. You know, it's a little more oh, ghostly. That's right. That was really- yeah. It just shows the detail. You know, they put with the classics, and I'm hoping yeah they do a little bit like that. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'll take him. Right. You know, as, as long as he comes with a glow in the dark body, I see this at the toy store. Um, well, I'm getting him. You know. And I imagine he's going to be the hot figure. He's not going to be a peg warmer. And it and it will be glow in the dark, which is very exciting. He's uh, going to be the one that I buy. So yeah. sorry. No, no, <laughs> you, no, you are going to buy them all. He, you well, are. No, 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 no. This is what I was going to say. He's the one I'm going to buy and go back in time and punch eight-year-old me for looking at that toy at KB Toys <laughs> and not buying them in 1987. <laughs> Man, was I an idiot that day. I'm going to buy that one and go, look what you did. It's like I'll actually yeah. buy one off the <laughs> like, That's it. I finally did it. Yeah, let, let's talk about Man at Arms briefly because uh, his eyebrows. I think <laughs> I think I figured out where Trap Jaw's eyebrows went. <laughs> on he his mustache him. or on his eyebrows? That's the question. Yeah, he stole them and he added him added them to his uh, mustache eyebrows that he now sports <laughs> in Toy Fair. Well, they gave him a mustache because uh, I've you know, other I've always seen him as a mustache because that's the nation and. They finally gave it to uh, at the. I'm a little, I'm a little heartbroken. A little bit. I wanted him with two heads. I really wish they the they went the classics route and included two heads on him because right. we're we're not getting that much with him. You know, we're getting uh, the figure with the armor pieces and uh, his regular uh, mace, and that's it. Yeah. You know, no, he seems kind I mean, of downplayed after you've seen the from the classics for so long. Well, yeah. they could have. I mean, would it have killed him to put like an unshaven head? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the shaved the shaved head in there, so we don't get this weird Genghis Khan look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish he looked like Tom Selleck, but no, he looks huh. like he looks like a weird Mario or well, a village person. They, 
the one that it, when it comes to the look of him, somebody posted it in one of the groups, and I can't not see it ever since seeing this. Is they said he looked like Jack Black in Nacho Libre. <laughs> and now that I've seen that, they actually posted here's a, here's Jack Black and here's the face of Man at Arms. I can't unsee that ever again. So now I'm sitting here going like, you're messing with my head already with this. But for me, I wish that we had the. I agree with you because I I I like that un or the the shaved face because that was the Man at Arms when I started the line and that was my mini comic Man at Arms. And here we are, we got that one. So it's like it's a weird way of dancing around the idea of the origins if that's what they're going to still call it for the line and stuff you know like mm-hmm. that was the original you know like what what's so bad about that but well, they, they went filmation this time around and if they gave us like the un, the the head with no mustache we could add a mustache but because they gave us one with a mustache even if we painted it over it's still sculpted on there It'll be like Cesar Romero and Batman. <laughs> That's no good either. Nobody wants that. So. <laughs> well, and I, I put a, the picture in the chat here, but uh, in the original Origins reveal, he looks much closer, I think, in terms of the uh, the colors to the vintage figure. This Toy Fair version, and again, it could be the lighting, but the armor seems to be uh, a much darker orange. I I have a issue. I'm not colorblind, but I have an issue with colors where um, I really don't distinguish that much. I mean, um, green is green to me. Mm-hmm. It's just one's like lighter green, other one's darker green. You know, it's it's green to me. And so some people tell me, or there was a big hoopla about Man at Arms having a different color tone when the classics came out, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like what he's green and orange that's 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 the way he was i i I don't know why people were kind of getting bent out of shape about it and i look at him here yeah he looks like man at arm colors Mm -hmm. and maybe down the line we'll have a 2000x uh one with the arm cannon and maybe there'll be the snake armor one with the gray armor on Uh, he looks great (laughs) he just Mm -hmm. yeah that head sculpt is just I don't know, man. Like, like it's like mushed in. He kind of has like a pug face, and mm. yeah, the, the I guess maybe it's just I wish they would have spent a little more time sculpting the face. I think, I think this brows are just really thick, and I think right. they actually just minimized because if you're, I'm I'm seeing the picture you guys posted the original Origins reveal. Mm-hmm. The eyebrows are thinner, and even the mustache seems thinner. Yeah, on, on that one. So I could see why this one looks like you like a chocolate donut, and it's like all on top. <laughs> right. <laughs> eyebrows are super thick, and I agree. It's not, it looks like like they're too thick. Well, you'll see a different. There's a different skin tone, uh, as the, which actually now matches, I think, the vintage figure better. And I think these the face sculpt. I think they were definitely going for vin- the vintage sculpt there, which I commend Mattel for. But uh, when you take the vintage head sculpt, which is kind of puggish, and then add in the mustache and the super thick eyebrows, it just ruins it. Mm-hmm. Well, too, maybe maybe it's the color wish, too. But I mean, the color tones. But I do wish um, he was a little more lighter, like brown skin mustache and eyebrows. You're right. The original reveal, I'm looking at it, uh, he did have a little thinner eyebrows and mustache. So, again, we're still seeing prototypes. The more I look at him, he does look like he has trap jaws, eyes, and eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) Because his eyes were just little black dots. 
Well, it's exactly. like drawn in. He's got like penciled in eyes and all that, which I guess they're trying to give him that squinty look, you know, which he kind of did have. He kind of uh, I got the original yeah. somewhere and he does kind of have a squinty eyes. I think that's something like you were talking about the 3D, uh, the 3D sculpting and rendering and then also the 3D painting. And there's something to be said about the way that it was hand done originally, because some of that stuff you could you could just it worked in how that the, the hand painting of it and the hand sculpting of it. Now it's so precise that we have to we're having these discussions and it's like mm-hmm. it's because of the way it's being done versus the horseman doing it or the original sculptors doing it of, of the vintage line. And I feel like personally that detracts from this line for me. It does feel clinical more than anything else at times when I look at some of these figures like there is a certain something to be said about asymmetry even if it's a little bit of asymmetry sometimes it's a little more pleasing to the eye maybe if you go in and do a CAD drawing it's going to look perfect but then when you look at it it's like there's something kind of clinical and very you know it, it doesn't feel like it's hand yeah, you know the, the hand rendering is unnatural gone, you know? I was going to say, did you guys ever hear about, remember Final Fantasy, the movie, when it came out, the original CGI'd one, where everyone said that the movie was great, but the humans were just kind of distracting. Um, Mm -hmm. I read this really great article once that that was exactly what was wrong, is that because it was all done on a computer, they were able to completely make everything symmetrical. And our brains, as humans, have been, they actually can detect this imperfection, which is actually the perfection, and we tend to not trust or not gravitate towards things that are too symmetric because we know humans like, you know, one eye is a little bit bigger, you know, one, one ear is a little higher. And I agree. That's exactly what's happening with these toys is they're matching it too much, hmm. which is kind of like what you were saying earlier about the, uh, about the, the, uh, the faces, the way that they're painted. There's a huge difference between the human touch and versus a CAD drawing because CAD drawings can be great for a, you know, for a building. You want to make sure that the door is exactly where you want it and it opens sure. perfectly. But an eye, when you're looking at it, if it looks exactly the same, it, like you said, it looks clinical. It looks like it looks off, even though yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. And, and, I mean, CAD drawings work for the the vehicles. I have no problem with that because those should look symmetrical. Yes. Right. But, like if I if I look at the vintage toys or I look at the the classics, there is something off about those because of the way they're done, and that's kind of yeah. why I'm like. It works. It, you know, like it, it might be exactly what you're saying there in that case. Like my eyes see the imperfection and it looks perfect then to me. Yeah. Because it's off just that little bit, you know. And that's that's an excellent point. It's just like switching to another character. Beastman looks like he's smiling. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he's like, look happy. at my pearly whites. He's got a creepy smile. He's using those crisp <laughs> strips. Oh man, it's like that's that's why Skeletor's mouth is open. Like, why did you do that? You know? <laughs> those were meant for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> when when I saw him, I, I I posted it when David did the post. I couldn't help it. I go, it's like he he's there going, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal." That's basically how it felt that the pose with his arms up i'm like you're not helping me here mattel come on like, right. don't don't just be spoon food or spoon feed this stuff to me it's too easy don't do this to me um yeah he he's very like out of all the villains i'd say he's probably the one that landed the least with me with that the way that they're doing him honestly he's um, so close though i mean but he's, that's he's close but he's too far away at the yeah. same time it's like that 
it's like he's he's just almost there, but because that's what they showed us, it's like that didn't work, you know. (laughs) So it's almost like they needed another pass. Well, yeah, that's the one. Beastman needed his mouth open. Yes, he needed to like ah, you know. And yeah, I agree. I agree. And I kept trying to think. Well, maybe he needs like a somebody did like a painted line in the mouth. Oh, here, uh, I did a Photoshop. Here, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got it right here. I'll share it with you in just a second. Yeah. But notice, notice that his eyes, around the eyes, they don't look like tears anymore, thank goodness. Now they look <laughs> like spikes, but then they made it like a really light color, like a gray. And so it's, ve- you know, it's very hard to notice. There you go. <laughs> and that's showing you, like, how easy it would be for them to make the head look like the vintage figure and you'll notice that with the toy fair version there's this spike of orange that comes up on both sides around his uh lips all around you know and so that is an improvement that looks that matches the the vintage head that's something at least but you're absolutely right he needs to have an open mouth um and the eyes in the on the vintage head had not I don't think they're eyebrows, but they're uh, the top of the eyes had a black line, whereas they don't have that line on this figure. Yeah, it, yeah there's just these really important little nuances that that the head's missing, like the wrinkles on the towards the you know on his forehead, for example. Mm-hmm. The fact that he doesn't have that to me, it reminded me like a like a like a simian of some sort. It looked like it was actually like part of like his skin that just happens to look right under his eye. This one looks yeah. like mascara running. Right. And <laughs> it, it doesn't make the eyes pop, whereas the other ones look like it was kind of like an animalistic marking on his face. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it doesn't it it doesn't flow quite as well. It doesn't look great. And this is an example of where an open mouth actually does give more character to to the figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's Beast Man. He he's the one who's supposed to look like ah, exactly. exactly, or or at least he's a mouth breather, you know, because he's not. Oh yeah, bright, exactly. You know? <laughs> you know? I, I I just I always equate Skeletor to he should be the stoic presence of evil, and everyone around him is the reason you're freaked out by him more than not mm-hmm. usually. And like Beast Man, that makes sense completely. Trap jaw, you can open that mouth, you can close it, that's fine, you know, but. It's like Skeletor standing there among his minions and just having his mouth open. It's like, what? You know, it's a, mm-hmm. I, I can't not go back to that and still have my hand open. But no, I agree. He looks better with the mouth open on on Beastman though. Look at the look at his uh, arm arm guards and look at what they did. They chopped off the tips. The spikes are yeah. Well, spikes I, I assume for altered. safety reasons. Here we go with safety reasons. I you know even looking looking at I mean the. The vintage figure, I don't think there are any reports of children poking their eyes out using, you know, from those very small bumps on on the vintage figure. It's just a shame that they would deface the the design like that and just chop off the, the tops like that. Mm-hmm. There's give and take. That's the only thing I can say. I think maybe the question came up from the safety people and they just decided, okay, just to stub it a little bit, but... You know, it's still Beastman, you know, just to point out. It's, it, you know, I see him, yeah, it's Beastman. It's not the most perfect rendering, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's kiddified. That's the best thing I can say. Like Orko, he's kiddified, mm-hmm. you know? But Orko, um, I think they knocked him out of the park. 
he looks completely filmation. Yeah. Which I thought was odd because I read somewhere. Is that true? Uh, that they're not do- going with the filmation characters in this line. Is that correct? Right. Well, this it's supposed to represent the vintage line. Is what they said. Yeah, and the well, and the the vintage toy was not the best toy. <laughs> you know. This looks more like a, the toy that if you could, you would take him back in time to the and he would fit in with with the old ones. I think because he looks so much like the cartoon. Yeah. Whereas the original vintage Orko kind of just he uh, he he looked like he was probably created that way for safety reasons because it just didn't look as aesthetics it wasn't quite as well and this one just looks like the car that came off the cartoon and i i love that well remember the vintage toy orco was really for the play feature you know where you put that zip in him and then whoa he goes crazy look at him spinning (laughs) around and all that you know (laughs) he's in a panic and so i think more of it that they made him for the 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 action feature you know as uh, I think it was Cornboy or one of the four horsemen said they're victims of their action feature. And right. so that's why, you know, the vintage one looked like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, this, this, I'm I'm really, a, you know, with this line, a stickler of, it's like, I love the, the toys, I'll buy them, but I would love them to be much closer to the vintage figures. This is the only one where I'm looking at the vintage figure thinking, yeah, it's time for an upgrade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he looks great. Um I'm not exactly thrilled with the orange hat, but I know right. in some iterations he has the orange hat. I just that's that's me being a little picky. Well, and he's got the the cartoon eyes. Actually, and it's interesting because somebody else was talking about this. Uh, the vintage toy had an, an orange hat. They were slightly off yeah. colored, and that's it's one of those things that you just get used to it. But when it's this different, it does look. I don't know. I I just feel like I don't know how to, how else to word it, but I feel like this looks like there's a very huge difference. Like it could have been a little bit more red in the orange to make it less. I don't know to make it pop out less. I I think maybe I don't know. Maybe some people can't can't tell the different. You know, I don't know. They can't tell the difference between those two colors very well. Uh, also, there's the fact that. Um, on this, on if you look at animation cells from the filmation cartoon, he does have an orange hat and a red robe. But then when you look at, you know, look at uh, people, you know, I think that people's TVs made it look like he was all red. Well, yeah, in some iterations, I, I guess you're right. It's it's orange, like. But I'm looking at at uh, I'm looking at Orco pictures here. And some it's reddish, like lighter. Again, again, here's me with the colors. Um, he looks like he has like a pink shirt in some with like a orange reddish hat. In other ones, he looks like he has a red shirt with an orange hat. And so I'm used to, I guess, the 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 pinkish shirt with the reddish orange hat. I guess that's that's the look I was used to. But uh, I'm looking at it, and yes, there are some pictures that he looks just like that, like that toy. And so I guess I can't argue. I mean, it is. I just, and I'm looking at the toy, which I do have it in storage. You're right, it is orangey, but I guess it's just a little brighter orangey. Yeah, it's definitely on this toy. It's definitely a lighter orange, which I would prefer him to have the the same color orange as the the vintage figure. 
I think it wasn't until I actually saw the cells that I realized how prominent the difference was and my eyes didn't perceive it. Mm-hmm. And I completely agree that that orange has always been there. I just think right now it's a little bit lighter in what they've done yeah. in the past. Right, I agree. And you were you were saying, you know, he how he's he's tied the vintage is kind of a slave to the the action feature, and it's so nice that we're getting uh, not just a flight stand with this figure, but a really nice one. I mean, I think they really knocked it out of the, they they really did a great job with this one. Well, as I posted up somewhere else, it looks like he's laying spawn eggs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is it like you know, fitted, is it hinged at the bottom because it almost looks like a ball yeah. on the toy fair 2020 label at the bottom i don't know if it comes straight up i'm just wondering if it's kind of like the flight stance where you can kind of give it like an angle yeah, yeah it's close. hinged at the bottom oh that is awesome yeah i had noticed that yeah i mean i don't know i i, I kind of like how classics did it you know um i wish the whole thing was transparent but i i could see i'm not exact i'm not hating this i don't want to say i hate this um, but I do wish like we had our options because, you know, Orko just hovers, you know, there's nothing underneath him. And here, if I display him next to the masters or I'm having some kind of action scene, he's always going to have this bubble thing mm-hmm. underneath him. Yeah. Well, even 2000 X did that though. Right. Yeah. But, so I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't mind with 2000 X. So I'll, I'll say that much. Well, it was like a magic trick or something with the 2000 X. Wasn't it yeah, like it, well, well, it was a he had that a, thing with the ball yeah yeah for the accessory too projectile yeah. the projectile yeah but in the vin- you're right in the vintage figure it was a a magic trick with the coins yeah yeah which I never knew how to do anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully we we'll, we will get a, a a different flight stand option if they put him in like a two pack like you said. Well, or maybe at least I could put him in the uh, classics one. I got a few spare Orcos. You got you have, you have to be spares. <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful with that because uh, I remember I had, gosh, I think I have like three of them now. Those uh, nameless ones, the Gorpos, and the flight stand easily breaks on those. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I found that out on mine. Yeah, <laughs> just wanted to say that it would be cool if he came with a wand, which I would hope would be designed like the filmation wand, and not the uh, the wand we got in, in classics and 2000x. Did I imagine it that he was coming with two different wands? I thought there were two different sculpted ones. Where did I see that? I don't. I don't think he's been shown with any wands yet. I hope I'm he comes with something. Stuff. I mean, uh, if if he comes just with the stand, because he is going to be smaller. He's going to be smaller. So they, sh- I hope they do put something in him. But I know they're going to say, like, oh, we can't. He's a one-time only uh, figure, a unique sculpt. So, right. But but again, you know, I mean, there's uh, this Uncle Mortok and, uh, you know, Driel and what's the other one? Chuckles, oh, yeah. Yuckers. 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 <laughs> And Gorpo. Yeah, like, Gorpo. Yeah. And join us as we continue the discussion of Masters of the Universe in Part 2. This has been a Nerds on the Couch production in association with AdultCollector.org.